Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. Hopefully you're having a good week. Another Thursday in the book, or is about to be in the books, just starts up, and uh, it's been a, a fast week. I can't believe how fast this week's gone by. I, I feel like I woke up, it was Monday, and now it's uh, it's Thursday morning, and it, it's just flown by, which is crazy. So uh, I got President's Cup this weekend. Pretty excited for that. Uh, I know people are kind of on the fence about it, depending on who's playing and all that, but uh, I got President's Cup. Uh, but before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know this episode brought to you by Team Titleist. And uh, listen, we're excited to share with you guys exclusive opportunities from Titleist, but to be a part of them, you have to join Team Titleist. Team Titleist gives you access to opportunities like prototype testing, special events, limited edition gear from Titleist, and so much more. Sign up and join us on Team Titleist at www.titleist.com forward slash Team Titleist, all one word, Team Titleist. So check that out, uh, get yourself some uh, like prototype ball testing, all that, and uh, if you want to test Pro V1s before they come out, and uh, it's uh, a pretty uh, pretty cool thing. So I am actually a member of Team Titleist, I don't know if there's like a number or anything, but I am a member, so uh, you can uh, join me on there, but uh, <laughs> excuse me. Anyway, uh, hopefully, again, everybody's having a good week. Um, like I said, it's been kind of a wild one. It uh, has gone by crazy fast, and I don't know where the time went. So I don't even know where the time went for this summer. I can't believe it's already, like, almost the end of September. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's crazy to think about. I got, uh, like, nine days until my anniversary, which is, like, the 30th. Um, it's just a crazy, crazy uh, end of summer to, to fall, so... Um, hopefully wherever you are, you can still get some golf in. I know I'm still playing, uh, on Thursdays and then also, uh, went to the range, uh, yesterday or Wednesday and, uh, and hit some balls as well. I was really bummed. I have a, a buddy of mine in town from, uh, from California, my buddy Austin. He, unfortunately, him and I were supposed to play, uh, yesterday. And unfortunately the, the, uh, the, the poor boy, uh, came down with a little food poisoning from traveling and, uh, was unable to make it. So we weren't able to play. But I went to hit the range and you know had some fun anyway. Brought a bunch of clubs and it was uh, it was a good time. Not as good a time as I would have had playing with 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 my boy Austin. But uh, but hopefully he feels better before he heads back to uh, to Carlsbad and then hopefully I'll see him uh, this fall when uh, when I'm hopefully out there doing some uh, some new product stuff, uh, presentation stuff like that. So we'll see. But uh, anyway, again, uh, kind of a, a fast week. I did play uh, some golf uh, last weekend and well, I played twice. I played Thursday in my league. Uh, and then I played Saturday uh, morning with uh, in, in a charity scramble we do every year. And then, like I said, I went to the range on uh, on Wednesday or yesterday um, or today, if you think about it, because I'm recording at night, uh, but went to the range. So I've gotten some 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 shots in, some swings in, um, and uh, I'll continue getting swings in as long as I can. Because uh, as, bad, as, as poorly as I played this year, I do have to say I'm pretty, I'm still going to miss uh, when I can't golf. You know, when I can't golf in, in, you know, say December, January, February, most of March, all that, I'm going to be pretty bummed uh, that I can't play. So I'm going to try to get in as much, uh, as much golf as I can before that, uh, that happens. But anyway, uh, I have some interesting stuff. So uh, yeah, played last Thursday, got almost 18 holes in uh, on the 18th hole, um, hit a dry, hit my, it was getting dark, like really dark, uh, hit my tee shot. Right in the middle of the fairway, found it, walked up, hit uh, hit like a, I think it was like a seven iron. I laid back, I hit like a four iron off the tee just to make sure I could find the ball. Um, hit four iron off the tee, was in the middle of the fairway, hit like a seven iron into the uh, green, which which normally hit like a, a nine iron. I usually hit like hybrid or seven wood or something off the tee. But uh, anyway, hit, hit uh, seven iron and I never found the ball. So uh, I thought I pulled it a little left. I looked around, couldn't find it. So... 
you know, that part of it, uh, I, I didn't finish that hole, but, uh, you know, I still played actually pretty, pretty darn well. I think I, I think if I, if I gave myself bogey on the last hole, um, you know, assuming I found my ball in the rough, got it onto the green and two putted, uh, let's just assume that, um, I think I would have shot 76. Um, so I, I played pretty well. I walked off, I mean, the front nine, I think other than, um, what was it? I think the third hole, uh, I struggled other than that. I think I basically played, um, played the front nine pretty much, uh, like a couple over jumped in the back and, and played that uh, other than I think the 10th hole, which I, I hit my drive out of bounds, uh, made double. And then I think i made a bunch of pars and I think I might even made a birdie. I mean, I played, played the rest of it pretty well. So I think I would have shot, shot like 76, 77, which is pretty nice. Um, beat my old boy Roger on the front nine. Uh, then we have the back, uh, cause I got to give him a couple strokes, a couple pops. So I, I gave him two aside, I beat him on the front. We tied the back, and uh, and that was it. So took uh, took a couple couple dollar bills, maybe a, maybe a Lincoln uh, off of him, and uh, it was good uh, good night. And uh, we had actually a, good, a decent amount of guys show from the league. So the league's over, but we keep playing. Uh, at least I do. And uh, we actually had three tee times, and we had almost twelve guys show up. So it was pretty uh, pretty cool to see people still wanting to play uh, but I played well there and then uh, I went and uh, played in this scramble uh, this charity scramble for um, kind of a friend of a friend uh, my wife uh, it's kind of my wife's friends and all that over there I've made friends with a lot of them but um, they uh, they have a charity scramble every year for for one of the gentlemen who uh, who had an accident and is is now uh, unfortunately paralyzed from the waist down and uh, we do a thing every year to raise money for him for um, you know just the the stuff he needs that uh, that you don't even think about as a uh, uh, being in that situation and uh, the cool thing is he's he's one of those guys that just super positive super outgoing all that so it's uh, it's pretty fun to do but anyway we went and played there um, it's like the it's like the one or two, maybe three times a year, my wife and I play together, and uh, we actually have a good time doing it. Uh, so she, uh, which is listening right now because I can hear her up there, um, is actually a, a, a pretty decent golfer. Um, if she would go out and uh, and practice a little bit and uh, and work on her game a little bit, she would actually probably be pretty good. So, but she hit uh, hit some good shots uh, this weekend, and and it was pretty fun. We uh, we actually played really well. There were we shot twelve under. Uh, I think it was twelve, eleven or twelve. We shot eleven or twelve under. Um, it was me, my buddy John, uh, a friend of his, Al, and then my wife. Uh, so we we had a, a a decent team, and we shot like we shot like twelve under. I think we walked out the first hole. We played a par five uh, in pure fog, like literally pea soup fog. Couldn't see. I think the group because we were we were four A or four B, I think it was, and uh, so there was a group in front of us, and there's like a pond kind of right in front of the tee box. There's a pond, uh, and then there's like the the forward tees for seniors and ladies. And played the hole before. There's uh, on the left hand side. There's a bunch of OB. You basically put it in somebody's backyard. And on the right hand side, it opens up a little bit, but then it kind of pinches down with some trees. And uh, anyway, the fog was beyond the pond. It, you could see uh, a good amount. And the group in front of us teed off, drove off. We, we never saw them again. Um, in terms of like, you visually could not see them again. Um, and then by the time we teed off, the fog had moved in, and you could like barely see across the pond. It was like, and that pond is like. 70 yards in front of you i mean if that um it was it was wild so played the first uh couple first probably almost seven holes uh in the uh oh not quite because we started on four and by nine or by eight it had cleared up um so we played the first like four holes in pure fog um and we shot 1200 but 
to be honest, there were two holes that um, that you got basically if you if you joined up and and did the kind of special things. They had kind of cool, interesting things. Uh, one of them was on one of the par fives. They had an air cannon that shot a ball like. 400 yards so on this par five it would shoot it like basically you know you'd be 100 yards out uh, if that but what they did was they set up a big uh roped out box in the fairway uh that was almost the whole fairway and if you landed balls in there um you know one two three four whatever zero one two three four they had markers uh off the green and then on the green so depending on how many you got in you could move up one two three four spaces and the fourth space was basically a 20 foot putt so you can make a 24 putt for a two uh on that uh, on that hole it was actually kind of cool you got to shoot your own ball um and, and the funny thing is like the, the guy who was running it had to basically aim us blindly because we were shooting into fog and you couldn't see anything we ended up getting a couple balls in the in the square so we actually got the closest uh um the closest uh marker on the green so we basically made an, an eagle there where, you know, I don't know if we would have made an eagle. We missed the 20-footer. We had two putts that, like, I don't know how they didn't go in. But uh, we missed that putt uh, going in there. So, I mean, we got a free eagle there. Um, and I think the winning score was like 16-under. But you think about it, if, if those guys got to putt there and they made that putt, that's a double, you know, that's an albatross. And then on one of the par threes, if you paid, <clears throat> it was a beat the pro. They had this uh, this woman who was a, I don't remember what tour she was on. It wasn't Symmetra. It was something else. It was like a developmental tour. Um, and she was on there. And they had a similar thing last year where you basically, if you you, you could pay money. And, and if, you, if you paid, um, you would go into a raffle to win like some Bluetooth speakers for your, your golf cart or whatever, which I won last year. Um, this year though, they had two levels. You could pay more money and get like a zero or something like that, uh, on the card, or you could, you know, pay the lower amount, get a, a hole in one. And then if you beat her in terms of beat the pro, you you know, you would go into the raffle for, you know, these Bluetooth speakers. Um, so we got like a one there. We didn't spend the, the, the big money. We spent the middle amount of money, but, uh, so we got a one there. We got an Eagle on one that was like, you know, whatever. So, I mean, we, there was a couple holes where, 1200 wasn't exactly what we got, but, and then there were some holes where you could win like, you know, mulligans if you played the games. And so you got, you know, mulligans there. So you'd made some birdies, but, um, I mean, we still played well, we still played well, but it was, it was a good time. We had a perfect day other than, other than the four holes of fog. Um, we walked out the first hole and birdied it. We hit, uh, uh, a drive right down the middle, uh, hit a three wood to the, basically the right, just the front of the green and then, uh, chipped it on, made the putt and made birdie on the first hole. So it was pretty cool. Um, but the interesting story about the, this whole uh, thing was that they had, they had a long drive and they had it closer to the pinhole and which most places do. And they have, you know, little prizes for that. And, um, the long drive one, uh, a, a buddy of ours actually won it, which was pretty cool. Uh, our guy in our group would have, would have beat the person at the time, but he just rolled off the fairway because the whole fairway slopes to the, the left. He hits a draw, it, it hit, ran and, you know, ran into the rough. So, he would have won that, but unfortunately didn't. But they didn't do anything. So on what ended up being our last hole was hole three, which is a par, was it a par three? And um, <clears throat> I can't remember what the yardage was. It was like 167, something like that. 167, 166. I don't know. It was a high. It was just under 170. Um, so lasered it. And all right, so we walked off. And first guy hit, second guy hit. And then, uh, you know, I walked up and I hit a shot that – just right of the flag, hit, rolled. I mean, it rolled right towards the flag and, like, stopped. So, I mean, from from our vantage point, we were like, gosh, this thing looks like it's – I mean, we thought it was going in the hole. 
And uh, so as my wife's going up to hit, we drive up to her team. The two guys in my group drive up to go see where the ball is, um, the other two guys. And uh, my wife hits her shot, and then we drive up, and I am 18 inches from the hole, if that. I mean, it was like a foot. Uh, it, it may have been a foot. And from where the ball mark hit and where the ball ended up behind the hole, the ball had to go within two inches of the cup, depending on which line it was on. Um, so it was right there, but it was a great shot. And I felt bad because the closest to the pin marker was right behind my ball. It was like three or four inches. I was three or four inches closer. And I felt bad. I looked on the card. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't recognize the name on there. Um, and I was like, man, I feel bad for Dave, you know, and I put my name on there and we brought it in. And, uh, I mean, the guy, Dave had a great shot in there. So, I mean, I, I felt pretty bad for him, but, um, but anyway, we won it. So we went in and, you know, they always have these like, you know, lunches and dinners or whatever for you. So we went in and we got food and everything. We're hanging out and we're sitting there with some people and, and chatting. And I knew a couple of people at the table, but not everybody. And, uh, but we were talking and all that and hanging out and, uh, they started to announce, you know, some of the prizes and stuff. Cause there's also raffle things you can do and all, I mean, there's a million prizes you could, you could win. So we went in there and, uh, and I think I told my wife as we were driving, I was like, man, I feel so bad for this Dave guy. He probably thought he had it won. I mean, who else was going to get that close? And, uh, so we went, unloaded our stuff eating and uh, we're sitting there hanging out and talking to some people. And then, uh, they go to announce the things and, um, they announce, you know, longest drive. So our, our buddy, Matt, and he walks up, gets his little trophy. And then they say <laughs> closest to the pin and they say my name. So I get up and I walk over and they get the trophy and I sit back down and the guy was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, what? And he was like, I, how did you beat my shot? So I was sitting across the table from this guy, Dave, and had no clue who he was, never met him before, but I was sitting across from Dave and Dave was waiting to think that he, uh, won his closest to the pin trophy and nobody was going to get inside of him. And, uh, we actually showed him the photo, unfortunately, not that it helped the situation a whole lot, but <clears throat> I felt, uh, <laughs> I felt kind of bad that, um, and then I was sitting across from the guy for like an hour, uh, eating and hanging out and, you know, whatever talking and never knew that, uh, that, that was him. So felt bad, but Hey, I, uh, I, I, I wish I had my trophy here. I could be setting it on the desk here. My, you know, for people watching on YouTube, I left it upstairs. So it is in my uh, my bedroom at the moment, which uh, I think it will come down here and join uh, some of my other memorabilia here. But because uh, I never win those things, I mean, let's be honest. I've, I've hit some great shots on par threes and stuff, but never during a scramble or anything like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, but it was a good time, and uh, I think we'd raised uh, raised some money for the cause, and it was uh, it was fun. But yeah, I felt bad for uh, for old, for old Dave who was ended up like I said sitting across from me <laughs> at the table, and I never even knew it, and. Uh, he was, uh, I mean, he was, he was okay with it, but he was shocked that, uh, that somebody beat a shot and I, I would have been too. I mean, it was, uh, it was pretty darn close. So that was a good time. It was fun. Um, and then like I said, today, uh, or yesterday, uh, Wednesday, went to the range, had, uh, a handful of, uh, of clubs to bring. And I know, uh, I'm kind of narrowing down. I think at the end of the year, every year I do kind of my what's in the bag. And when I was doing my Q and a session on, on Instagram, uh, on Wednesday, and if you don't follow me on Instagram, please do at T or at Club Junkie Pod. Uh, it's C L U B J U N K I E P O D. Uh, Club Junkie Pod. Uh, every Wednesday, at least, or at least one day a week, I try to do a little Q and A where you can ask questions about whatever you want, golf equipment, anything golf. And I get a lot of questions about people asking, you know, shafts that compare to another shaft or whatever, and uh, it's a whole lot of fun. And uh, did it today, and then in the middle of it took my break ran out but one of the so one of the questions was like what's in the bag right now 
And uh, I basically said I'm going to do that later because I'm really narrowing a few things down. And I think I've got a bag pretty much nailed down that, you know, if I was to force to play uh, 14 clubs for an extended period of time, I would play these 14. So I'm getting close. So we'll see what that is uh, shortly. Maybe I'll do it next week. <clears throat> we'll see. Maybe, maybe next week, maybe the week after, but I'll, I'll do it shortly. I'm getting really close. Um, and I just have like actually a couple things to uh, – tint that just showed up that uh that, that could potentially have a, a chance but went into the range uh, today had a bunch you know took out a bunch of stuff to hit as usual i usually have like three or four drivers a couple shafts all that in the bag um so i set up a couple drivers brought a a handful of clubs a couple different wedges just all sorts of stuff and um really just wanted to hit balls and, and wanted to really kind of work on the swing a little bit and try to kind of trying to try to stop this uh, this big, you know, over-the-top type thing I'm doing. So um, went there with really that was the sole purpose, and then the other person was to, of course, hit, uh, hit balls um, or hit a bunch of different clubs. And then uh, I brought the full swing kit with me because, you know, if you have access to a launch monitor, why wouldn't you bring it with you? So I brought that. Uh, and then when I brought it, I was like, you know, it's pretty interesting. We should I should do a little comparison between three irons that – um, are pretty similar that I have in my possession and uh, do a little, you know, kind of shoot out and compare them and see what they're like because I know a lot of people have asked about uh, a couple of them. So I brought, uh, made sure to have seven irons for the PXG, the Gen 5 0311Ts, which uh, I've been playing a good amount of lately, uh, my TaylorMade P770s, and then the new Tacoma 101Ts, Iron 101Ts. So um, I know a lot of people, uh, especially in the forums, have been talking about the Tacomas and some of the other direct-to-consumer brand stuff. So I figured, you know, let's bring them all out. I've, I've hit all three. I've played all three on the course. They all seem to perform really well. I'm like, let's see, like, what they're, you know, how different they are uh, in, in terms of a launch monitor. So I took them to the range, and uh, I was hitting, I mean, to be fair, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you some of the numbers in terms of comparing them all, but uh, remember, one, I was hitting range balls, and, uh, you know, they're actually at, at the the range I, I go to when I do go, which is very rare, um, <clears throat> the Gratiot Golf Center, formerly Jaywires, uh, over in, uh, I think it's East Point, or something, or not East Point, I think it's uh, um, Roseville, I think, um, in Michigan, but uh, it's... It's, it's an interesting range. It's, it's not the highest quality, most perfect range, but it gets the job done. And uh, their balls actually were decent. Uh, they were Wilson. They're they a little bit of a mix of, like, I think Wilson and Callaway or something like that, but mostly Wilson range balls. And uh, they're actually in pretty good shape. There weren't too many that didn't have dimples on them. So uh, that, that is usually the case there, especially late in the year. <laughs> You'll see a lot of golf balls that uh, uh, have hit the nets and have been shaved down and, and don't have many dimples left. But uh, majority of them did. I was pretty shocked. There were a lot of them, too, that looked like brand new, which was which was pretty cool. So uh, most of my bucket was was newer balls, which is pretty awesome. But I was hitting range balls. Um, I was hitting off a mat. And, uh, you know, so to, to say that these numbers are 1,000% accurate in terms of hitting a Pro V1 off grass and all that, they're not. But, hey, they're apples to apples because all three irons were, were out there. Um, now, they all don't have the same shafts uh, either. But the interesting thing is that they're all pretty much the same spec. Uh, I looked at all the specs, and I think the TaylorMade is the weakest uh, at, at 33 degrees. Uh, the other two are 32. Um, so pretty much the exact same specs in terms of loft. Uh, they're pretty darn close. <clears throat> and uh, when you set them down, they all look pretty much the same. I mean, when you when you set them down, they're all kind of that player's distance iron. So the Gen 5 Ts, which are, you know, uh, and on all three are basically hollow bodied, uh, irons. So, uh, the, the PXG and the TaylorMade are both full of foam. Uh, what is it? Uh, TaylorMade has speed foam and, um, 
I want to say it's like called Core 2 or something like that for for uh, PXG, tailor-made speed foam. And then Tacoma doesn't really say. They just say they're a hollow body iron. So I don't know if they're just strictly hollow or if there is something in there. Um, they don't specifically say. So, But uh, but when you set them down, they're all pretty much similar shapes. Uh, you know, sole widths are pretty darn close. Um, they're all really similar irons for, uh, you know, for a player looking that, uh, for, you know, that slightly better player who wants a little distance, wants a little forgiveness, doesn't want a big old shovel, huge club, anything like that. Wants something a little more compact, a little thinner top line, less offset. Um, these three, you know, offer all that. And now while they are at three totally different price points, uh, the Tacoma, I think is like, <clears throat> I think the, I think, I think P770s are, are 1400, uh, if you're doing eight, eight irons, uh, Tacoma is 600 or 590, and then the uh, the Gen 5 T's um, I think are for eight clubs is going to be 1600. So they're they're at significantly different price points, but um, but depending on what you want, what you could fit into, and all that, you know, they all all serve their purpose. So um, like I said, kind of hit all three, took them out, and then jump, you know, put them into the launch monitor and hit, uh, basically six balls with each one, took out a couple outlier, outliers for each one that I either hit fat or something like that. So they're, they're kind of the, the six best, uh, that I took. Um, and like I said, hitting range balls, all that. So they're a little lower spin than I think you typically get with a, a tour ball or whatever. But again, apples to apples, they're all hitting the same, uh, same, same balls out there. Um, but all three irons are really good. Like I, I looked at them. They also don't also have this. All, all three don't have the same shafts either. So um, the PXG has Elevate 95s. The TaylorMade has the new KBS Tour Light in an X Flex, and then the Tacomos have uh, the Tour Light and Stiff. So three slightly different shafts, but they're all a little higher launching. Uh, they're also mid to mid high flight. So uh, none of them are crazy low spin or anything like that. So they're they're. They're in the same ballpark uh, in terms of the three shafts, uh, all pretty much the same length. Uh, and like I said, the the Taylor May, uh, the Tacomo and uh, PXG are 32 degrees, and the Taylor May, the P770s are 33. So all pretty similar. They're all stock uh, lofts, all that. So uh, I didn't mess with anything there. And uh, yeah, took them out and hit them against each other, and uh, was just kind of hitting balls, and I'd hit six, or I'd, I'd hit a couple with one, and then switch it out, and I I, I didn't do just all six with one and, and move on. Um, I mixed it up a little bit, but I wasn't doing it like true scientific method, like hit two, hit two with the next one, hit two with the next one, whatever. Like, I'm not doing this as, you know, crazy, stupid, scientific, you know, put them on robots. It was just something that, you know, I had all three. I figured why not kind of put them together and, and see how they perform. So um, I might have done like, you know, four shots with one and then, you know, hit two or three balls the other and then whatever. I, I mixed it up a little bit, but it wasn't like truly, truly scientific. And then if I, you know, hit one fat, I'd put another ball, hit it. So, you know, like I said, it wasn't all six in a row. It wasn't spread out perfectly. Uh, even they were all done slightly differently, but six shots uh, pretty much each. Um like I said, I took out a couple really crappy outliers and uh, and called it a day. So um, <clears throat> the interesting thing is distance-wise, they're pretty much all identical. They're all within one yard of each other, basically. Uh, so uh, the longest for me uh, was the, the Gen 5, the PXGs, at 162 yards at carry. And this is carry yards, not total distance, and these are seven irons. I don't hit a crazy long ball. So uh, 162 carry for the seven iron of the PXG. 161 for the TaylorMade and the Tacoma is 160. So, I mean, within one yard, if you handed me any three of these, they go the same distance. Uh, I'm not changing 
changing clubs on a uh, you know uh, on a distance of one uh, you know of two yards total di- distance between the three um, they all go the same distance for the most part I mean if, on the course if you said you know if you were to ask me hey which one goes farther I would not be able to tell you because two yards is at my level indistinguishable <laughs> out there and what I think I'm a nine point seven now or something like that but uh, indistinguishable uh, between distance but you know on the launch monitor those are the averages uh, 162, 161, and 160. So Tacoma is the shortest, PSG the longest, Taylor made right in the middle uh, in terms of distance for those uh, these three. Um, and and honestly, hitting shots, I mean, um, you know, I mean, they, they were all pretty easy to hit. I mean, they all were pretty simple. They all feel pretty darn good. Um, you know, in terms of, of feel, they're all pretty soft. It was, uh, you know, a, a pretty darn close shootout here between, uh, between all three. So, and then you get into spin, which is the one that I thought was going to be pretty interesting because I figured my guess was that the P770 was going to spin the least or the Tacoma, and then the PXG would be the highest. Actually came out exactly the opposite. Um, so the PXG was the lowest spinning at uh, on an average 6,118 RPMs of spin um, for a 7-iron, and then the, the Tacoma came in second at 6,374 and the TaylorMade P770 at 6531. So in terms of the three, the the, the TaylorMade for me was the spinniest. Um, I was kind of shocked at that. I always thought the P770 was a little lower spinning iron uh, than than some of the others, but uh, for me, it actually spun the most, which was which was pretty interesting. Um, I was kind of shocked too that the PXG spun the least. I thought for whatever reason it would spin a little bit more, um, and I didn't think you know like I said I, th- I thought the Tacoma or the TaylorMade would be definitely the, the lowest spinning of the bunch, and it, and it wasn't. Um, out of all those, though, I mean, nothing really ballooned. Uh, everything was kind of moving left, though. I mean, the wind was blowing from right to left on the on the range. I tend to hit the ball with a little bit of a draw anyway, so everything was kind of, you know, draw movement. Everything kind of moved from target to, to left to target uh, out there. Nothing went pretty much right at target ever. <laughs> so, uh, but spin-wise, like I said, those uh, those there, the PXG was the, uh, uh, was the lowest, followed by the Tacoma, and then uh, the TaylorMade, so... Like I said, a little interesting that uh, the PXG was the lowest spinning there. I, I was kind of kind of shocked at that, and I feel like that spin number is a hair low. I feel like if you were hitting like you know a Pro V1 or TP5 or you know some type of tour ball, I'm I'm, I'm figuring that number would probably be in the seven thousand range, right about that. Um, but you know for these here, I mean they are range balls. They're two piece or single piece or whatever they are. So uh, they uh, they definitely spin a little less than than I think everything else out there. Um, and then another one, interesting one, is ball speed. So ball speed coming off here, um, <clears throat> the fastest was actually the Tacoma. Uh, it was one seventeen point eight was the ball speed there, uh, and and that was again average uh, with the PXG right behind it at one seventeen three, and then the TaylorMade at one fifteen eight. So what a so two miles an hour difference again. I mean we're talking two yards, we're talking two miles an hour total between the best and the worst and you know we're talking about a one mile an hour difference basically between you know second and third and whatever but um <clears throat> but yeah really uh you know good ball speed i mean and, and that's across the face too because i mean i wasn't hitting it dead center every time i'm uh, not even close i mean i wish i was but i uh, wasn't in a dead center all the time so they moved around a little. I was actually hitting it pretty good. I was swinging pretty decent on uh, on the range. So I, I I wasn't hitting it too bad. I wasn't hitting it everywhere on the face, but I was I was a little low, little you know a little low on the face on some of my misses, and then a little towards the toe as well. But for the most part, I was I was hitting it fairly solid. 
Um, and the smash factor kind of shows a little bit of that. Um, the highest is actually again the Tacoma one four zero was the was the the uh, the smash factor, which was really crazy high. Um, and then followed by the PXG at one three seven, and then the TaylorMade at one three five. So again, really really close uh, between these three. Um, you know, again, spin rate's a little different, and that's you know, and, and some of these numbers, I mean, are pretty minimal. And I think if I went out there tomorrow or today or whatever and, and hit all three again, I could see exact opposite, you know, numbers of what we're seeing here. But uh, but anyway, again, it was more fun to go compare the two. Uh, and then in terms of uh, of launch, the highest launching was honestly the P770, which I was kind of shocked. I thought with the extra stiff shaft, that would kind of launch a little lower, be a little flatter. Um, it got straight in the air, and uh, it launched at 20 degrees, and then had an, and the highest apex as well uh, at 81 feet uh, for me. So... Definitely got up in the air quick, uh, was easy to launch, and, uh, and, and yeah, it noticeably was higher uh, than the other two when I was hitting it. So it was pretty interesting to see how, how much higher that ball, uh, ball with the 770s went. Um, and then uh, the, the, between the next two, I mean, between the PXG and the Tacomo, it was 0.2 difference in terms of launch angle. The, the PXG was at 16.3 and the Tacomo 16.1. So the Tacomo launched the flattest uh, out of the three. Uh, and the same thing with the Apex, uh, PXG Apex 75 and a half and the Tacomo's 73 and a half. So, um, you know, we're talking what seven and a half yards or seven and a half feet difference between the lowest and the highest Apex. Um, <clears throat> it's not a crazy, crazy number, but the, the Tacomo's did fly a little flatter. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of shocked to see the P770s uh, fly so much higher than, uh, than the others. So it was, uh, it was pretty interesting, but, um, yeah, I mean, out of the three, I mean, in terms of, of feel, uh, they, they all feel really good. I felt like the PXGs probably felt the most solid and, and probably the softest uh, out of the three. It was uh, it was close, but those were probably the softest and the, uh, you know, and the uh, the most solid feeling, uh, at least to me. And the uh, the second, probably the second softest, I would probably give it slight, man, it's close. I would give it a slight edge to P770 uh, when you hit them, hit them flush. Um, you know, the 770 was probably just a hair uh, just a hair more solid feeling uh, than the Tacoma. Uh, the Tacoma, I'll, I'll give it third, but I mean, honestly, excuse me, honestly, it was pretty darn close. I mean, it was really, it, it was almost, it was, it was almost just as soft as everything else. Um, I will say on miss hits, uh, the Tacoma maybe has a slightly, you know, more harsh feel than the P770. I feel like the P770 with that foam filling may give get a slightly more solid feel and, and those miss hits don't quite vibrate or have as much harsh feeling as, as they do uh, on the Tacoma. And like I said, those low toe shots probably gave it, uh, the, the slight third place finish there. Um, but then in terms of, of looks, all three are really good. I mean, again, um, I love the, the, the look of the PXG and the P770. I think the Tacoma looks really good. Tacoma, you see a visually uh, what looks to be a little more offset than the other two. And I think it's really more the transition from hosel into leading edge. There might be a hair more offset there. Um, I know if I think if you look on their website and you look at the uh, the measurements, it, it's pretty darn close. But uh, I would say, you know, the, the Tacoma's got a little more offset than the other two. Um, I love the, the blade length of the P770. Um, but, uh, and then it came to dispersion. I mean, between hitting the, the three, it was, it was so close. I mean, I, I would almost give the, um, the, the edge of, of dispersion to probably Tacoma. I think I hit that one the straightest, uh, out of all of them, but I think it also, it flew the lowest. And like I said, the way the wind was going, the 770s probably moved the most, uh, followed by the PXG, uh, and then the Tacoma. And I think really a lot of that had to do with 
how high were you hitting it? And the higher you hit it, like the P770, the more movement from right to left that you saw. Um, I think with no wind, it would be really, really close. Um, I, it would be interesting to see uh, with no wind, um, you know, where these three came out because I think it would be really, really close. So um, it was interesting. It was, it was, it was fun to go out there and hit a few balls. Um, that full swing seemed to work really well. Again, I know Tursky and I did that video on it. And we're kind of raving about it, and everybody kind of thought, you know, oh. You know, it's a full swing video, but the thing actually works really well. I mean, I I set it up, you know, right away. Set it up, boom. I never had, never had a shot that it missed. Uh, never. The only shots it would miss were I was hitting. Uh, you know, when you set it up, you set a target down range. Uh, I was hitting, uh, uh, hitting balls, uh, wedges like sixty degree and fifty four degree wedges, to this green on the far left. So I was moving the ball almost out of the target zone to the front of the mat the front corner of the mat and then hitting it back to the left uh and it was not picking those up very well but again it was so far out of where it where that ball should have been lined up everything that it's not the machine's fault at all so um but overall uh like i said with these three irons it was kind of fun to, to kind of hit all three and um, like i said dispersion wise i'm gonna give the slight edge to como followed by pxg and then then the p770 and again i think all that comes down to the wind uh today that was blown across and um p770 just probably landed furthest left out of the three because it was in the air the longest it was up the highest and uh and, and it just got pushed the furthest by the wind and it was blowing pretty decent today we had um we had some rain stuff uh, this morning. We had this like cold front blowing through tonight, so it went from like it was like eighty five or eighty seven degrees when I was hitting balls today at, at like three o'clock to it's supposed to drop down to like fifty five degrees by like seven a.m. today tonight or uh, Thursday morning. So huge fluctuation in, uh, uh, in temperature. Uh, golf uh, t- tonight is going to be. It potentially could be pants and a vest. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, but it was a fun little shootout for these. Uh, it would be interesting to do one uh, with like three of the same shafts. Um, it's just a lot of work to do that. So I don't feel like, uh, going through and, and trying to, you know, get three shafts, the same shafts from somebody and get them all installed. And then you got a, a random seven iron with different shafts and the rest of the sets and all that. So, um, we'll, we'll just leave it at that the, the way it was. And, and like I said, that plays a little factor in it in terms of the shafts being slightly different, but they're all, like I said, in the same ballpark in terms of, uh, you know, mid high to higher launching shafts and they're not the lowest spinning ones. So, um, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting. And then unfortunately I don't get to get, get much into turf interaction on the range because, um, you know, there just is no, there, there's no <laughs> turf interaction off a of mat other than the fact that you can hit one fat and still get it out there pretty good. Um, but, uh, but no, but it was, uh, it was fun hitting the three and, and it goes to show you that no matter what your budget is, you can go out there and find a, a good piece of golf, a good set of golf irons for a, a player who, you know, for whatever your needs are, you know, whether you're a, 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 a skilled kind of blade type player whether you're, you know, a high handicap needing help or you're that guy who is a single digit and needs a little distance, a little bit of help, but wants to, you know, look like a player out there. Um, there's something for everybody and at every price point. So all three of these, like I said, were really fun to hit. Um, I was kind of impressed with uh, with all of them. Uh, I've been uh, a big fan. I think my What's in the Bag will uh, will probably include one of these. Um, it's uh, <laughs> between uh, these three. I've been playing a lot of one of them uh, a lot. So um, but it's been uh, it's been all good. So it was it was like I said a fun day, uh, putting these thing these three three things out there and then hitting drivers. Um, I was kind of mixing a few things up. I had uh, um, the TSR two with the Ventus red T or the Ventus TR red out there and I was hitting that really well. Um, once I got the the swing a little bit grooved where I was hitting the ball solid, uh, that thing was going really really good. 
Um, I had a uh, my boy Johnny Wonder hook me up with a uh, Rogue ST Max LST head, which uh, I didn't even know existed. Uh, but uh, he's as you saw the three wood uh, that uh, that my boy got me. Uh, he also got me a driver head as well, and I was hitting that with uh, with actually the Kylie uh, black from Mitsubishi or the Kylie white sixty uh, X in there, and hitting that thing and. Um, that thing was a, a cannon as well. It probably was coming out a little low. I probably would have had to add a little loft to the head, but hitting that thing really good too. Um, but just just hitting drivers pretty solid, you know, out there. And uh, and then I had a stealth with uh, that, that stability shaft from uh, Breakthrough Golf BGT, that super lightweight one and all that. Um, that combo didn't quite work for me in that head. That shaft has actually worked for me in the in the Callaway head. It's worked for me in uh, another head as well, but. That that shaft just didn't work for me in the stealth head, which, uh, which is which is fine. Like I said, it's worked for me in other ones, so not a, not a big deal. But uh, hit a lot of stuff out there, and uh, it was a good day. It was a good day in the range, and and I think figured a few things out. So hopefully uh, play a little better tonight. Uh, hopefully get out there and get as many holes as I can in. Um, you know I don't know if we'll get all eighteen, but I'm I'm gonna try like heck to. Uh, to get close to that so anyway that is my little seven iron uh shoot out there for some players distance irons uh if you have any questions any comments anything like that hit me up at club junkie pod on instagram is the best way to get a hold of me and then uh you know please if you get a chance like subscribe all that to uh, wherever you you listen to this show whether it's apple Podcasts, spotify you know wherever uh if you watch it on youtube whatever uh if you look on youtube search golf the brx radio uh it'll come up there but uh if you, you check any of this stuff out please subscribe like comment whatever it all helps those algorithms to help us do better and uh you know if, if when i do better the more stuff the more the bigger i grow my my audience the more stuff people will send me to test so uh you guys are, are a huge part of that and also thank you all for for listening and following along and everything man i truly Truly appreciate each and every one of you. I mean, I know a lot of people reach out on Instagram and DM me about stuff and, um, you know, how they follow along and, and enjoy stuff. And, and honestly, it, it's humbling to, to hear that and to hear people want to listen to, to this idiot talk about golf clubs uh, for, you know, 30, 45 minutes, whatever, is uh, is pretty crazy. So I, I truly, truly appreciate uh, everybody out there, you know, taking your time and, and all that to, to listen to me and interact with questions, whatever. I, I truly do appreciate it. So, again, hopefully you guys have a great rest of the week. Have a good weekend. Play some golf, and uh, we'll talk next week. I think I've got, uh, let's see, what is the day here? I think I'll have something new to talk about next week, so I'm excited for that. But uh, anyway, you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.